You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I like to say I've got a great future behind me. But, but, <laughs> but it all started really in uh, 1990. Remember when Jeff Smullyan, of course you guys, I don't know if you're... Yeah, I remember oh, Jeff. Yeah. He, brought, he brought the Mariner Moose. And- yeah, Jeff um, bought the team from George Argers. And Jeff was a charismatic very successful Indiana uh, radio magnet. He had radio stations all over the country. And he uh, was a huge baseball fan. He always wanted to be a baseball owner. So he bought the Mariners. He came in and he said, you know, the, the kingdom is dreary. The team is terrible. Let's shake it up. Let's have some fun. And his success in radio was largely due to marketing. So he was very marketing oriented. So he interviewed a bunch of a bunch of agencies, and 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 happily and luckily, we, we I was at an agency called uh, Livingston and Company at the time. He hired us. Uh, that was the start of it. We weren't doing the player commercials then, but we were doing you know some interesting promotions and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I moved on to an agency called McCann Erickson, and and the Mariners uh, moved their account there, ninety three. Uh, and a, a guy named John Schofield, who I worked with, terrific writer, came up with this idea called aren't you glad they play for the mariners instead and we so we went down to arizona yeah. to shoot four commercials one with jay buner one with chris basio one with the randy johnson and one with Lou Pinella. and the whole idea was let's put these guys in uh occupations for which they're very poorly suited so yeah. buner who had a great sense of humor off camera mm-hmm. but was a hard ass you know as a ball player tough guy yeah take no prison so he was like a you'll get you guys will relate to this because you're comics a stand-up comic who just is terrible right yeah <laughs> ladies and gentlemen a very funny man please welcome from seattle jay buner here's one for you horse walks into a bar bartender says hey why the long face Here's one for you. Aren't you glad he decided to play right field for the Mariners instead? And then we had Randy Johnson as a knife thrower and with his lovely assistant, Impalia. And Randy was a little wild, so, you know, we didn't show it on Especially Jeopardy. early on in yeah. his yes, career. Yes, he was. So, you know, Impalia was, was always in jeopardy. Uh-huh. And then we had Lou Pinella as a as a therapist who had no patience for his, for his uh, clients' insecurities. I don't know what it is, Dr. Benella. My life just isn't going the way I'd planned it. Every time I turn a corner, there's some sort yeah. of... Yeah, atta- wine, wine, wine. I've had it with your excuses. Yeah. You're acting like a loser. But you I, want therapy? Yeah. I'll give you therapy. Get off your duff, get out of here and make something happen. Do I make myself clear? Aren't you glad he decided to manage the Mariners instead? Next. And then we had Chris Basio, you know, tough, gruff, right-handed pitcher, didn't back down to anybody. As a uh, as a ballerina, so the, the Mariners approved the script. 
we go down to Arizona and we present the commercials to all the guys. And, and they all liked it. Uh, Buter came in. He said, yeah, that's fun. I'll do that. Lou said, yeah, I'll do it. If, if I, I don't want to take all damn day. <laughs> so he said, okay, Lou, we'll, we'll get you in and out in an hour. I promise. And then uh, Basio and Randy came in together. So we showed Randy his commercial. You know, we had little storyboards. Here's Randy dressed as a as a carnival knife thrower, you know, and, and he said, Yeah, that's cool, I can do that. Basio liked it and he said, Yeah, that's that's really neat. What do you got for me? And we said, Chris, you're gonna love this. You're a gruff, tough, right-handed pitcher who doesn't back down to hitters. What's the occupation you're least suited for? And I show him the picture, a ballerina in a tutu dancing to Swan Lake. And his smile turned to a frown. He goes, are you effing kidding me? <laughs> Meanwhile, Randy's laughing his ass off. He goes, give me that thing. I'm going to hang it up in the clubhouse. And Basio says, the hell you are. And he takes it and he rips it in half. And he rips it in half again. And it's like, he says, I'll do a commercial for you guys. But I'm not going to do that goddamn commercial. <laughs> yes, sir. We got it. So we go back to the hotel. We have a few drinks. We try to come because we're shooting in two days come up with some ideas so we finally come up with an idea that again the toughness of Basio but instead of a ballerina he is a dentist yeah. who doesn't believe in Novocaine right yeah yes. so he's, he's pulling teeth from this poor guy uh, but there was uh, and, and you know they were pretty well received the commercials but there was a lesson there which is it's okay to have fun with the players but but don't make fun of them right, you know? right. And that's, that's that line in comedy you know a cheap laugh isn't always yeah. a good laugh Junior came along a little later. You know, he was uh, he was really at first on the scene. Yeah. And, and, you know, Nike was Nike. paying him money to yeah, do yeah, commercials. Exactly. And, you know, we'd give him a, a cracker and a, and a soda, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but but he came along and, and he was great to work with. We did a number of, of, of commercials with him. And uh, uh, one of my favorites is, you remember the Rorschach plot when there's an Oakland A's pitcher? Yes. Who is um, having some mental problems you know so he goes to this psychiatrist and he's holding up a series of rorschach blots yep. and he yes. says what do you what do you see when i when you look at this i see ken griffey jr hitting my fastball into the right field seats and this griffey ripping my curve for a double and what about this griffey you just can't keep me out of your head can you yeah. I bet Junior really liked that. Oh, he, he loved it. He was great. I, I, I do remember when, because I've known I've known your son Chris for a while now since we were in uh, high school, and I remember going over to your house. And the two things I always remember is you had seats from Yankee Stadium, yeah, and then you guys had this VHS tape. Now, when we were all teenagers, people you'd go over to somebody's house and they'd maybe break out a a, a porno VHS tape. <laughs> But over there, it was the outtakes oh, great. from your guys' yeah. commercials yeah. that were great. And one of my favorite ones, I'll, I'll just never forget, and I had to go back and see it again and again yeah. and again, was the one where Griffey comes in and he does the, it's when Lou Pinella and him had the bet with the cows yes. or mm -hmm. over a home run derby, over steak dinner, I'm sorry. Yep. And he loses the bet, So, which was a true story, which you guys turned into a commercial. Then I saw the outtakes. Where he's dropping the f bombs and it was just like he's actually good yeah you know the, the, it, it rolled off his tongue pretty yeah. good well i think the one he had the most fun was was with the all griffey team yes remember that one yep. mm -hmm. where uh you know griffey is pitching to griffey batter hits the ball in the outfield griffey makes a great catch guy tries to tag up he throws him out 
and uh, he he just loved that, and uh, and he he contributed a lot to that. You know, he said, uh, "Hey, I got an idea. What if? Okay, there's nine Griffies on the field, but what if in the stands there's a Griffy peanut vendor?" <laughs> that's a heck of an idea. That's Junior. That's, we'll take. I'll take credit for that. Thank you. That's some good heightening yeah, right there. And, and I, he was good. Uh, there's a story I've heard from Chris, but I wanted to hear it from your point of view. Uh, a, a situation where you guys were shooting with Griffey, and then you guys, he was ended up playing catch with Griffey to keep him warm or, or something like that. Well, you know, Griffey was great. That was that all Griffey team. So, so Griffey comes out, and Chris, <clears throat> it was during spring break, so I brought Chris down with me to be an unpaid member of the crew and, and hang out. And so uh, we're all gathered there waiting for Junior to come. Junior comes in on the golf cart. He comes over, and I introduce him. I said, Ken, this is my son, Chris. And he looks at me, and he looks at Chris, and he says, good thing he looks like Mom. <laughs> 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 that was Griffey. And, uh, you know, the relationship he had with his father, I think he, he – uh, he respected that. And so at one point, you know, there's a lot of waiting around. He tosses a ball to Chris. Chris had his glove. He says, come on, let's go play catch. And it's like, oh, my God, you know, under the, on the impossibly green grass, under the lights, here's the greatest baseball player on the planet playing catch with my kid. And it was, you know, it was very, very powerful. 